Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. And today I want to talk to you about cultivating patience and understanding as part of a couple. Now, of course, I'm talking about couples, but patience and understanding is in any relationship. So it really can be extended to parent-child relationships, co-worker relationships, extended family relationships, relationships with your parents, uh, all that. But I, I'm going to focus on couples but realize it goes beyond that. And I, when we talk about cultivating patience and understanding, I have five very important points that I want to make about that. And I think you'll find this talk valuable. Point number one, I think that it's helpful to look at life as yoga and specifically relationships as yoga. And what I mean by that is, if you take a yoga class, you learn that you need to stretch and you need to go beyond what's comfortable in order to get the benefits of yoga. You're not going to go too uncomfortable, but if you stretch to the point where you're just comfortable, yoga doesn't help at all. So, relationships and life in general really beckons us to grow, to be more mature, to be more loving, to be more thoughtful, to be more patient and understanding. It doesn't mean it's easy. I hesitated now because we just had an earthquake, but I'm going to continue. I will not even, I'm going to leave this and not redo the video because I think it's interesting to keep on going. In yoga, even when you have life's earthquakes or storms, you're able to stay centered. You learn through yoga to stay centered. I mean, the purpose of yoga is to be centered, to be sturdy, to be solid. And relationships are, again, beckoning us to be solid and to be stable and to be non-reactive, meaning we don't just have a feeling, we just react to it. So relationships, I want you to look at relationships as yoga. It, like the, you, you, when you go to a yoga class, or even if you work out, you, you're taking on the challenge of knowing you'll be uncomfortable. When you exercise too, you know, usually the best kind of exercise to help your body is when you get to a point of being a little uncomfortable. Maybe your heart beats a little faster, your breathing's a little heavier, your muscles are feeling a little taxed. Or, you know, again, we don't want to overdo it, but that's life. That's what helps. And relationships are beckoning us in the same way to be willing to be uncomfortable and to not react from that discomfort, but handle the discomfort. Okay, so that was my point, number one. Look at relationships as yoga. 
It's you know where our job is to decrease reactivity as we increase our patience and understanding. Second point, which is related in a way to the first, is you, me, we all need to make a big decision, a firm decision. It's the decision that you want to cultivate uh, patience and understanding. You want to make this goal valuable to yourself. This is valuable. You value it. You know, when you value something, you're willing to do what you got to do to get there, even if it's uncomfortable. So because it's so easy for us to react and it's so easy for us to act out feelings and to insist on um, uh, immediate gratification, it's really important for us to make a firm decision. I want to be understanding. I want to be patient. I'm not going to always have my partner do what I want, uh, what I want that, that partner to do or say or feel towards me or think. I need to be understanding. I need to be patient. And I'm deciding that that's what I want. I want to be that patient, understanding person. And why I'm reiterating this is because there's parts of you that have other agendas, uh, and it isn't to be patient and understanding. So we need to make a firm decision about that. Point number three. I, I think that we need to put put understanding and patience in context. The, for those of us that have been parents, we understand the importance of cultivating patience and understanding. Now, why is it so important to be patient and understanding with our ch- children? That's what makes them healthy. That mo- that's what makes, when, they, when they're understood, it makes them feel like they matter, their experiences matter, that their experiences are real. It makes them feel real. They feel like they're taking up space in the world. When we're patient with them, we give them the space to make mistakes. We give them the space to learn. It's important for them. It's important neurobiologically for our children to receive our patience and understanding. And so just as it is with children, it's the same for adults. Even though we aren't as dependent on our partners, usually, physically, for sure, we still depend on on our partners emotionally. And we need patience. We need the patience that we'd want to give our children as as healthy parents, right? You know, when you're patient with me, it gives me the chance to learn, to make mistakes and correct them to feel accepted by you, that's so crucial, just like it is for children. And like I say, it's a neurobiological imperative that that's what we need to do to create healthy children. Well, that's what we've got to do to create healthy adults and healthy relationships. When you are cultivating understanding, it makes me feel accepted. Um, It makes me feel okay to not be just like you, just like children need to know that it's okay for them not to be just like us. So I'm just kind of down, you know, putting it in context of just life and the life cycle and how important it is for our 
um, well-being for children, but also for adults to have this patience and have this understanding. That was my third point. My fourth point is that we need to accept difference. Uh, we're different. We, I'm just, I'm just thinking even with my wife and I, she hikes really fast. She's like a hummingbird when she's hiking. And I, we are hiking together today. And I'm not slow. I'm pretty, I, I don't think anybody else will keep up with me on a typical path. But my wife is faster than me. So she's got to be patient with me. And sometimes um, I'll jog to catch up. <laughs> and sometimes she'll just stop and wait for me. And so there's a certain patience there. Like that's that's just simple stuff. Just like when we ride bikes, it's the other way around. I need to be, I can't just go at my pace all the time because I'll leave her in the dust. Not that I'm so great, but I do have stronger legs and also I have a better bike. So I think I have those two advantages. But we we need to be patient. And of course, in emotional matters, we're different too. We're, we have different needs. We have different wants, not just different skills. Uh, we have different strengths and weaknesses. And we have different agendas. We have different priorities. And so all that requires patience. If one person really wants to go on vacation a lot and the other person really is more of a homebody, we've got to find a way to compromise. But there's got to be a sense of understanding and patience that maybe I won't get what I want every time. Maybe you won't get you want you want every time, but we have an attitude of patience. You know, we want to be like yogis, or at least try to be, because you know the the thing is that that's the way it is. We we want to live life as it is, not the way we wish it to be, and we we are different. So being different requires patience and understanding. It just does. So we gotta. Uh, Accept that. Okay. And my fifth point, a very important point, is you got to slow down. I've said this in other videos and other uh, podcasts and in terms of talking about um, slowing down for communication, slowing down to appreciate each other. But in cultivating patience and understanding, we need to slow down. If we're going at a quick pace, we don't realize how much our own self-absorbed agendas take over. When we slow down, we have a possibility to just not insist on our agendas being met all the time. We actually, with slowing down, we create a space to choose to be patient and understanding. When we slow down, we don't act on our survival reflexes because our survival reflexes are typically very about ourself and it's really not about patience and it's not about understanding. So we want to create at least a subsection of our lifestyle. I'll say of our day, but of our lifestyle in general, where we slow down. I, I tell clients of mine, my couple clients to have a minimum of 10 minutes a day. And I mean minimum, but, 10 minutes a day we could do even in our, in our busiest days typically to slow down together, just slow down, talk, communicate, cultivate patience in that time, cultivate 
understanding. Well, you know, the, 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 the time it takes to practice it, it gets, it gets in our body. That's, that's it. Just gets in our body. And so maybe in the heat of the moment, in a hidden exchange, we are able to stop and instead be patient and understanding because we have been bracketing some time to slow down together for the purpose of cultivating understanding and to practice our ability to be patient. Necessary, it's important. And I just wanted to say those things because that is important. No matter what couple comes in with, whatever problems they have, whatever symptoms they have, whether it's they're just disconnected or there's been sexual challenges or there's been infidelity or there's been addiction issues, whatever the problems that people come to me with, it's always important to develop understanding and patience. It's kind of a universal, uh, important strength or strengths that we need to develop. So thank you for listening. I hope you take it and apply it. And it works, like I said, not in just our intimate relationships, but in all our relationships. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.